0: Welcome to the Six Pillars podcast, lifting the lid on the vision to make grain a $6 billion industry by 2030. When you mention adding value, most people think of turning a commodity into something that's more expensive. Adding value is one of the six pillars of the grains industry blueprint. However, Blueprint Manager Jonathan Wilson has a broader take on what adding value means. And he joined me in the GPSA studio to discuss it, and his broader thinking behind this pillar. Our default market, or default pathway to market for grain
1: in South Australia is the bulk market, going to an export destination. And so we wanted to look at things that are not going in bulk to an export destination. And for some people, there's a difficulty of semantics where they see value adding as being processing. You're you're correct, and ultimately that's what it is. But we're looking to add value to our industry by finding alternative pathways to market and also trying to find alternative markets. So we're including the processing. It's it's a a super important part of what we're looking at, but it's also a little bit more than that. You know, we look at the container market uh, as a huge opportunity. Why is it that only 6% of our exports go out in containers? Why is it that only 1% of our wheat goes out in containers when the East Coast does 23% of their exports of wheat in containers? Now, we know there's some limitations in terms of our access to food-grade containers. Uh, We know there's limitations in that we're such a big pulse-producing state uh, and that higher-value product goes out in containers but how then do we address that? How then can we say, well, look, if there's opportunity for more grain and more product to go out in containers, how can we access the food grade containers to make that happen? That's one aspect of it. But also then we've got the aspect of then how do we then add value to our growers and along the supply chain, along the value chain, how do we add that value in terms of giving opportunities of choice for how we're going to create that value? So One of the things we want to look at is opportunities in oats. We see there's a huge opportunity in terms of being able to put in another oats processing facility. The work that we've done points to the need for another oat processing facility, uh, and South Australia is really well positioned for that.
0: So how do you get that
1: here? First of all is we've got to be able to find ways that we're growing the right amount of product. If you look at where we grow oats, one of the places we grow a lot of oats is in the northern Air Peninsula. From my observation, they tend to put in oats as a break crop where they can't put in you know, pulses very easily. It's a relatively uh, easy thing for them to grow in an incredibly difficult environment. So there's an opportunity for us to figure out a way that we can actually process those oats on the air Peninsula. I think that's probably a, an opportunity that I'm certainly seeing coming out of it. If we do get a, an oats processing facility put in in the air Peninsula... That will create opportunities for growers to, to grow more oats or grow different varieties of oats that can then be processed on the Air Peninsula and then we've got the opportunity to put the provenance on that as well. We're not talking about doing a million tonnes of oats. We're talking about, well, how do we do 300,000 tonnes of oats across the state? And you know, If we can increase uh, you know, our, our oats production significantly and process it here, that we're going to add value. You go to the supermarket and you can see the advantage of some of the things at oats. It's marketed as better glucan. So it's got a health benefit. And then, you know, the, the, what the Kangaroo Island guys have done really well is to market it as Kangaroo Island oats. And so you're actually seeing huge amounts of value added there. And I think that health story is a really important thing for us as an industry to tap into. And I'm using oats as an example, but we could use that uh, across our pulses in terms of the plant protein story. We, can, we could use it across lots of the things that we do. So there's huge opportunities in that food space as well. So how do we get to having a, an oats mill? First, we need to actually show the value for that investment and the opportunity for where it could go into. But also then I think we can actually show and demonstrate an industry that will react to that. What's happened whenever people have put in a feed mill at tail and Bend or Ingham's put a feed mill at tail and Bend? The growers have reacted to that and they're looking to supply it. What happened whenever we, we got our malt house at Cooper's? The growers have reacted to that. We've actually got a really reactive and sensitive growing group in in South Australia who are willing to make the change and are willing to try
0: different things because we're all looking for opportunities in the market. So does this blueprint help then attract those sorts of investments, developments? Do we need more of those head offices And processing facilities here to help us drive new market opportunities.
1: That's a big part of what we're trying to do. We're trying to actually show the South Australian industry as an opportunity for these people to come in and invest in bricks and mortar. What we're really interested in in South Australia is those processing facilities. We're really interested in drawing a domestic demand into South Australia. And whether that then gets processed and packaged up and then exported as a packaged product, which I think we'll have lots of opportunity at. That's really what we're trying to do: is create those demand points in our local community. Because then you've got the monetary investment, you've got the bricks and mortar investment, you've got the ongoing employment opportunity, and you've got the ongoing market opportunity. So, you know, it creates loads of benefits that aren't going to be lasting for two or three or five years. It's going to last for twenty or thirty or forty years. Of course, from a selfish point of view, I'd love to have lots of head offices located in South Australia. But the fact of the matter is, and what we've seen in the grains industry is that different organizations will come into Australia the last two, three, four, five years and then exit again. you know we're really interested in that long-term commitment to South Australia not a short-term commitment uh, where people can just take those office jobs and move them elsewhere. We're really looking for that bricks and mortar investment in South Australia and ultimately there's nowhere better to invest in South Australia. We're relatively close to the domestic market we've got a cheaper supply of grain than you have on the East Coast with a more much more consistent, supply of grain than you have on the East Coast. Uh, And we've got a lot of growers who are willing to chop and change how they're actually producing and the way they're producing it in a way that is actually really impressive to see.
0: Is a crucial part of this blueprint developing a narrative to tell those stories so that buyers elsewhere understand that we do all this in South Australia and can do more?
1: I think the narrative is so important. People are, are attracted to storytelling. You know, and the stories that we have to tell about South Australia are really positive. I think we quite often will get caught up in what we're seeing as our urgent requirements to to make a profit this year or to not lose too much this year. You know, make sure we're producing as much grain as we can or so on. But we've actually got a much bigger narrative that we want to feed into. You know, we're we're seeing opportunities in protein. We're seeing opportunities in our provenance. We're seeing opportunities for us to connect into the community. And we're seeing opportunities around being able to drive particular demand points into south australia that maybe currently don't exist anywhere but we're looking at saying well look if you're looking to put in a new whatever plant you've got whether it's an oatmeal or a pulse fractionation plant or whether it's a new a new malt house or a new wheat milling facility why would you go anywhere but south australia inland rail will create opportunities for us to to hook into that with our mainline rail going through the north you know, that's going to be a fantastic opportunity to connect into that East Coast market where the demand points domestically are going to be, like it or not. But also then we've got a really effective export pathway as well. So I think we've, we've got the best of all the worlds. Ultimately, we've got a, an industry that is currently export focused, so you're going to have much more chance to pick and choose grain than you will anywhere else to this side of the Nullarbor.
0: So Jonathan, what about the adding value opportunity in terms of pulses?
1: I think when we're talking about this adding value piece, really we see there's opportunities across all of our commodities. I think one of the big stories that I want us to hook into is the pulse story. You know, we're seeing a, a much more increased demand for plant-based protein. You know, we're seeing that that rise of that, even though it's very small volumes in the scheme of things at the minute, we're seeing that rise exponentially. And one of the opportunities in terms of adding huge amounts of value is around pulse fractionation and ways that we're actually capturing that plant-based protein and turning it into a food product that is going to be increasingly demanded across the world. In South Australia, we grow a tremendous amount of pulses, you know, and we're seeing the growers react to the market really aggressively, if you like, when we're talking about the percentages of lentils, for example, in terms of our, our planting, we're putting in, excluding the Air Peninsula, we're putting in 6%, 7% of our plant to lentils. When you're talking five years ago, you, know, you might be talking 3%, 4%. You know, so we've got a 50% increase in lentil planting. We've seen on the Air Peninsula that probably quadruple over the same period. And so we're actually seeing growers wanting to grow pulses, whether or not it's because they see that plant protein demand, but ultimately that's where it's going to come from. Those are really exciting
0: opportunities. Jonathan Wilson, Blueprint Manager. Thank you for joining me in the GPSA studio. You're welcome.